Hi, hello, welcome to the Pink Book Podcast. I'm your host, Martina Jordine. On this podcast, I will be speaking to a variety of creatives and media professionals that are currently succeeding in roles that you may or may not know exist. I will also be providing you with tips on how to elevate your brand through discussions about branding, marketing, and so much more. So if you are a creative, want to learn more about the business side of the industry, or just want to get motivated by someone else's career progression, this is the podcast for you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. And don't forget to take notes. Hi, welcome. Today we are here with the lovely Mabintu Kohli. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Thank you for joining me today. No, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. <laughs> so, for those of you that don't know, um, Mabintu is a interdis- interdisciplinary designer. It's literally such a tongue twister. Yeah, it is. Um, so, what does that mean? So, I do anything and every like, I don't want to say I do anything and everything but I do quite a lot so um I'm a graphic designer a UX UI designer creative director um I paint I draw I used to sculpt but I'm gonna get back into it um what else do I do I used to write as well so I'm gonna get back into that as well um so I just I'm a creative just everything I just do everything creative, basically. Okay, so pretty much anything design-based. Yeah, anything design-based, I do. Okay, so how did we get here? What was At what moment in your life did you realise that this is something that you kind of wanted to do? I think I realised I wanted to do design when I was like, I think I was like seven. Okay. And I remember I was in the kitchen with my mum and dad and I was like, yeah, I want to be a fashion designer. And they're like, no. <laughs> you need to like pick something a bit more lucrative something a bit more stir- like stable and sturdy so I was like fine I threw that away um and I kind of focused on like my academics so I focused on like maths English science those main core subjects and I kind of dismissed it and didn't really look at creative subjects as somewhere that I could make money and I just thought okay let me do, I don't know, medicine or something. And there was one point where I was like, yeah, I'm going to do medicine and all of these different things. Um, and by chance, I ended up having to take art as a GCSE. So I wanted to take business studies and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, there wasn't enough space in my school on the the um, course, shall we say. And then they were like, well, why don't you pick art? Because you're good at it and it's working for you and blah, blah, blah. My parents didn't want me to take art, but my mum was like, you know what? Take it. You never know what could happen. So I took art all the way through up until A-level and that's where it kind of started. That's where I kind of realised, okay, this is my thing. And it was the A-level that I did best in. Um, I got like highest marks in the year. So it was like, to get an A-star in art, you need something like 79 out of 80. And I think I got 79 out of 80, also like 80 out of 80, some crazy great like that. Okay. Um, And that's when I kind of started to realize, okay, cool, this is my thing. <laughs> like, this is my thing. Um, And then it came to picking subjects at uni and I was like, I still need to do something creative or design-based. Um, And then I chose architecture because it was lucrative. Still wasn't really my thing, but I was like, yeah, this is cool. Like, I can do this. Um, But, through going to uni, I realised architecture isn't my thing. Okay. And now I'm here because uni kind of forced me to use, I'm going to get into it, but like just be smart about everything and life and grow up. And in through that experience, and that journey of growing up in uni, it kind of brought about what I'm doing now and moving to, that's, that's like the brand and everything. Okay, so 
you mentioned that you kind of decided that you wanted to be a designer at the age of seven. Mm. What was the difference between your thought process at the age of seven and finishing your A-levels that made you realise that this is actually something that you can do in the long term? I think when I was seven, there weren't enough role models, um, especially because... So social media and kind of the internet has grown over my lifetime so much because I'm 21. And I feel like when I was a kid, it was you didn't have that representation because you didn't have social media like that. Whereas now you can see people who look like you, who are di- completely different to you, who were more disadvantaged, who will make way more advantage doing so many different things. So kind of the fact that when I was seven, there was no one I could look up to, to kind of show me that way. I was always just kind of brought up in an environment where it was like, you go to school, you get your education, you do as well as you can and you will do well. And my parents always did like um, extra tutoring and tuition and things like that. So I was so used to that idea of I'm going to go to uni and I'm going to do something, you know, smart and not associating kind of design or creativity with money or you know success I didn't like link the two because I never really saw that um and it wasn't really displayed as an option to me um so back then my thought process was this is fun and it's something I enjoy yeah and this is something I want to do when it got to kind of a levels I kind of realized this is fun this is something I could do and I can make money out of this because that was a time where I started realising that social media is something that you can use to your advantage rather than just using it as in comparison to other people and just using it for fun. And I think when I had that epiphany at like 18, that was when I was like, okay, cool. I can change my life and in my bedroom. So yeah, that was kind of where everything came together. Okay, so I actually, well, so we follow each other on social media. Yeah. And, the way, <laughs> and the way that you use social media is particularly, like, it's, it's really interesting. So, like, you always tweet stuff that are kind of, like, note to selves and also, like, really more kind of entrepreneurial tips. Mm-hmm. What kind of led you to shift the way that you use social media in comparison to, like, your typical young person? So, I feel like you can make a million... A, as much money as you want from your phone it's up to you how you use it if i and the thing is i still know that today i'm not using it in the particularly the right way if i want to earn crazy amounts of money but so for example say your typical instagram girl um you can pose in certain things and wear certain pieces of clothing and reveal certain parts of your body and you can make loads of money doing that and that's that could be instantaneous. That could be in six months time, I'm being paid to sponsor things. And that's just purely down to how much I reveal of myself. I can tweet, you know, jokes and random stuff and people could find me funny, but that doesn't make me money. When I know that um, perception is everything online and people are using social media to kind of create personas because social media is one part of your personality. So technically it's a a persona. You choose what you put out. So for example, people who are just on Twitter and they just joke all the time, they want to be the jokers of the timeline. When in reality, there's some people that I know who are like that, who have a large followings because of it. They're not, in reality, the funniest person in the room or they don't have the most charisma when they're in the room. And that's because that's one part of their personality that they're highlighting. So I specifically choose to highlight positive things um, and things that motivate people and things that help my business. So I'm only... And I'm particular on this, especially this year, because I realised in doing my 365 day challenge. So designing one thing every day for 365 days that the amount of kind of traction and the people, the amount of people watching you, the amount of business that you will get from just consistently 
kind of putting things out there that are positive that relate to your business and relate to your brand and the brand you're trying to cultivate will put you 10 steps further than anyone else. So you can still joke, you can still laugh. And I look at all the things on the timeline and I might not interact with them or tweet about them or even political matters. But I kind of remain impartial and I know what my brand is and I know where I'm trying to get. Because for example, even Beyonce, like when Beyonce was starting out, people said that she didn't really have a personality or she didn't share her political opinions. And that's for a reason. You brand first and then you can do all of that because people need to kind of like you first and you need to show the right parts of yourself and you need to, and also I'm young. So there's a lot of things that I will learn and I don't want to put things out that, or opinions out that might be controversial, which I will look back in five years and I'll be like, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, can I swear? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I swear a lot, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to cut that back actually. That's like my February resolution, stop swearing. Okay. But yeah, what the, what the hell was I talking about? Um, Beyonce and you, you being young and you're obviously going to learn more and you mm. don't want to put out things that won't necessarily reflect who you are in the future. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so let's speak about your 365-day challenge. Um, <laughs> because you're actually a student. Mm-hmm. You study architecture, like you said earlier. Mm-hmm. So how do you find or make the time to not only just do your studies, and I know that you've submitted your dissertation yeah. now. Um, so that's kind of like your biggest body of work while still managing to do a design each day as well as doing your clients I know. and all of the other stuff that you do outside it's hard um i will say that i've kind of realized that university isn't going to take me where i want it to take me so i know that if i put my heart and soul into it, i probably could get first for every single project and everything that i do but i don't um and i know that all i need to do to maintain peace within myself and to make sure that I didn't kind of waste time continuing on with uni, because I knew from first year that I didn't want to continue on. Um, it was more so kind of just proving the point that I've done it financially, what's the point of being in all that debt when I haven't, you know, there's nothing, there's no accolade or anything at the end and no reward at the end. So um, I can be at peace with myself knowing that I've maintained a 2-1, at least that 2-1 and I'm like, okay, cool that goes towards something. I've got the degree there, but I know that I'm not necessarily gonna use the degree. So I make sure I balance it out. So I I do enough work to, you know, keep in in the loop with my clients and keep um, my clients satisfied. So business keeps running, but then also um, making sure that I'm putting aside time for myself. So I've cut down on social media hours. The amount of time I would spend maybe on Snapchat or Instagram or Twitter, I would put that into a design because I kind of realized if I can spend half an hour on design every day, but then I can spend three, four hours on my phone, just on social media, then what am I doing? I could be reading a book I, and enlightening myself in a different way. I could be listening to podcasts. Um, and I do that while I'm designing a lot of the time. And there's so many other ways that you can take in information rather than looking at social media where a lot of the time it's re- like the same things regurgitated a lot. So it might be the same topic on the timeline or like the Liam Neeson um, scandal. That was on the timeline for two days. And maybe 50% of the tweets I was seeing was the same thing. Why is information being fed back to me when I can learn other things from the same amount of time that I'm spending on my phone? So I kind of looked at that and I thought, okay, cool. If I do this challenge, um, and even if I, I try to sit to it, so for my birthday is the only time I majorly slipped up. I think I missed about two days, but I was in Paris, so. I mean, what <laughs> could I say? Um, 
and just kind of realizing that time is everything and you can do everything that you want to do within a day if you are strict with your time and this is why I'm, I'm almost I'm at a weird phase where I'm kind of against my phone and I feel like my phone is draining me because um I feel like we waste so much time on our phones and back that like back way back entrepreneurs way back and people who are trying to make a name for themselves way back didn't have that they didn't have that constant I need to update social media I need to do this I need to do that and so I'm trying to find the balance between being modern and keeping in the loop and kind of promoting my business and what I'm doing but then also cutting that time back and then saying okay cool let me use it and do something productive so I'm kind of at a point where I'm just looking at how to be productive and that's how I fit in my 365 day challenge. So I'm like, how have I done Like, have I done enough for uni? Have I done enough for 365 day challenge? And then cool, I can do whatever else I wanna do. So there's like priorities I have. And the main two for me is like my self-development, which comes in with the 365 day challenge and then uni and then everything else is like, okay, cool. We can, how do we fit this in? How do we do that? And how do we do that? Even with clients, um, I've just kind of stripped back the amount that I'm taking and who I'm taking and what I'm working on just so I can fit everything in and be the best version of myself. So yeah, it's, it's a challenge though, it's, it's hard. Do you feel that um, being in a modern, like being in like the 21st century, we're in the 21st century, mm, right? Yeah. So, being in, <laughs> <laughs> so being in the 21st century, do you think that's kind of changed the way that people perceive like graphic designers? Because I know back like when I was in like secondary school, primary school, you wouldn't necessarily see them in the like in the forefront. Yeah. Like you'd see all of like the work that they do, but you wouldn't know who done it mm. or like what even was that kind of career. But now that social media is kind of there, you can people can see people like you um, and people like Y Bleach creating different types of graphic design yeah. um do you think that that has helped and that has put a pressure on you to kind of be on social media a bit more than you would prefer to be 100 percent. i feel like there's i need to be on social media way more than i prefer to be because i'm quite a, i don't know i just like to work in isolation um and i'm so used to not having to like reply to so many messages or so many emails and this and that it's like whoa this is overwhelming um and i think social media has allowed everyone to build their own brand and so instantly what you put out is your brand so even when it comes to jobs and you having a personal account on social media your job will look at that and that's kind of your personal brand so if you tweet stuff that doesn't or you put stuff out on instagram or on a story or on snapchat or whatever it is that isn't in line with the company you're about to work with they can just say no they can just say no we don't want you so i feel like everybody has their personal brand but especially as designers, it's kind of like, and f for me personally, I know that there's a certain, I think there's a certain way you have to brand yourself and I'm very aware of that. Um, but I don't mind social media. I just think there's a lot of negativity on it. I think that's the one thing. Um, and you can really get sucked into it and just sucked into comparison and just just looking at others when you don't need to. And I, I just feel like that is such a negative thing to do and you can so easily fall into that trap. And once I find myself in that trap, I'm like, no. And I just turn the phone off and I'm like, okay, cool, let's get to work. But um, I think that's the thing for me. It's just there's so many other people who are doing the same thing as you. If you get caught up in it, especially in the design community, then you end up falling into this trap of, okay, I'm not doing enough, so what can I do to stand out? You're doing too much, it's not working. It, you're trying to change your whole brand. You're trying to rebrand all the time. You're trying to stand up from the crowd where it's if you just do your thing, which is what has worked for me. If you just do what you're doing to the best of your ability, 
you'll stand out anyways. And that's what I've realised. But it's just, I don't know, social media, I'm, I'm like love and hate with it sometimes. Really love and hate with it. So when you, I remember we've had a conversation beforehand and we spoke about how you started um, on Twitter um, and you did um, like kind of a discounted, discounted mm-hmm. graphic design. Yeah. So let's talk about how you went from charging, I think it was 50 pound? 35 at the beginning. 35 pounds yeah. to charging what you're charging now. Yeah. So I started out, I remember, so I started out um, teaching myself how to design. It was, I think it's two years, like this no it was two years january so yeah two years just gone um and i just needed money i was in first year and i just needed money and at that point um i saw someone who ended up being my housemate in second year of uni um doing snapchat filters and i was like i can do this i have a software because i needed it for architecture anyways so i was like okay i can do this so i looked at the dimensions like searched it all up like wrote down and then i said okay cool how can I get clients? And because it was January, it was like the end of January, Valentine's Day was coming up. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. How can, I wrote down all the people I could potentially get as clients. I remember this, I've still got the book. I wrote down like um, all the people that I could con- like contact or people I'm close to. Um, so I'd write down, I remember David, I was writing down, da, 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 and he was one of the first people to buy um, a Snapchat filter for me. Um, and I was like, okay, Valentine's Day is coming. So let me just kind of like, oh, do you guys want one for your girls? Like, it'd be so cute. Da, 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 da. Um, and then my housemate, her, 23rd birthday was coming up so she needed one I keep on hitting the mic <laughs> <laughs> um it's because I talk with my hands so much I'm like <laughs> <laughs> no it's fine it's fine um and then yeah they needed some so I was like okay perfect so I was like okay cool if I charge them each 20 pounds and then this and that then I can make a business so that's where I started out then I posted them on Twitter and I was like how can I make a graphic to make it look cute so someone will try and like actually buy a filter off me and then this girl found me, she needed one, and it kind of tumbled from there. And then that was the beginning of the year. I didn't really take it too seriously until about August. I did like a free logo trial. Um, and I was like, for the next seven days, everyone who messages me gets a free logo. Um, contact now, no delays. Da, 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 da. So I did that and I ended up getting like 30 different people wanting logos and I was like oh my god how am I gonna do this yeah so I was like sitting down in like my living room I remember with my mum just doing logos back to back to back to back and then I was like after this it's gonna be 35 pounds blah 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 um and then so I started taking logos on for 35 pounds and every time I do a logo I would tweet it and I'd be like client tweet it and then I remember um a youtuber ended up recognizing me so right now she has like 600k subscribers okay so beauty guru and i i think it started with me doing her packaging and then from there i remember i earned like something stupid like 400 pounds in two days and for me at that time i was like whoa i was about to go to sick <laughs> i was like what <laughs> and i still i was still working at waitrose or something so i was still getting like 600 700 pounds a month and i randomly just got 400 pounds in two days and i was like this I is got crazy. money. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then from there, I was like, hey, cool. How can I bump up my prices and be like everybody else? How much are other people charging? Um, I remember other people that I know were charging like 120. I was like, how can you get there? Duh, 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 duh. And now I'm charging like 150. I'm about to put it up for logos. Yeah. And like I said, this is 150 yeah. just for logos. Yeah. And that's what? my cheapest, I think, at the moment. I don't do Snapchat, uh, I don't do Snapchat filters anymore. But I think that's my cheapest service, I think, now. Okay, so if someone wanted a logo from you, 
well, okay, the, depending on when this is released yeah. and what your prices are. It, it'll probably be higher by the time it's released. I don't know what it'll be, but I'm I'm trying to <laughs> push it up. <laughs> but at the minute, as we're recording yeah. in February, this is currently, your prices are currently at 154 standard logo. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing because it seems that despite you not necessarily liking social media um, as a person, yeah. social media has definitely helped and benefited 100%, 100%. you. 100%. Like, that's my thing. It's benefited me. But now, at the beginning, I used to love it. It's just now that I've seen negativity, I feel like people, the more kind of clout, quote unquote, I'm doing quotes because I don't like the word clout and I don't associate myself with clout. <laughs> but people are like, you got so much clout. And I'm like, <laughs> no. Um, the more clout you get, the more people are kind of like, hmm. They're like, okay, cool. How does she do it? Or there must be some kind of... Or is it really? And the, people are so ready to like gun for you. Even today, like I tweet something about wanting an OBE, and someone was ready to gun for me. I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna delete the tweet because I don't have time. <laughs> but yeah, people just wanted to like educate me on the empire and this and that. And I'm like, I'm very, very well rehearsed in all. Like you don't need to. I'm good. Like I'm. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. So people are just very ready to jump on you for anything any kind of opinion and that's why when you tweet stuff that's kind of entrepreneurial or positive then you can't really gun at anyone for that if i was tweeting an opinion people can counteract that and that's when people can start kind of questioning what you're saying or this or that like even when i tweet stuff like heavy i love um makeup looks like skin over heavy makeup because i that's what i like now i used to like shave my eyebrows off and draw them on in black and all of this thing like i used to wear heavy makeup and since I was like 11, I've worn makeup since I was 11. Okay, fair enough. I'm tweeting an opinion and people were like, yeah, but da 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 And I'm just like, leave me alone. <laughs> That's why I just tweet positivity. But when I was like, I had less clout, quote unquote again, um, when I was starting off, it wasn't like that. And that's why it's kind of like the more you grow, the more negativity you see. So that's why I'm kind of like a bit cautious now and I have to be so cautious of what I say or what I do. And I'm not even as big as... I want to be. So I can't imagine what it's going to be like in three, four years time, which is why it's a bit like, oh, social media, what are you guys doing? Like, I don't know. I just don't like the negative opinions. They're always going to come, but it's just like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like social media should be used to that. I just, I always say there's so much negativity in the world. Why spread more? Fair enough. So would you say that your approach to social media is kind of promoting your brand and protecting your brand at the same time? Yeah, definitely. So you're basically an extension of that. So mm-hmm. anything that you tweet um, has to be reflective of Mabintu the brand and yeah. Mabintu the person. Yeah. Um, because whatever Mabintu the person does has a knock-on effect on, on Mabintu. Yeah, okay. 100%. And even I was having the conversation with my mum and it's just, my brand is me. So even when I tweet positivity and that's what I'm so, I remember when I was doing GCSEs, people would be like, motivated Mabs. And come up to me and be like, motivate me. Like, we're about to go through an exam, motivate me. Because I would just tell people like, you can do it. Don't worry. But like, I, I've always been so kind of like positive and I don't know, like an inspirational speaker. Like people used to tell me, you should be a motivational speaker. <laughs> <laughs> so for anyone that thinks that it's a facade, it's no, not. No, like this I've is been just, like that. Like, okay. of course I'm not always like fairies and like, oh my God, life is so great. Like, yeah, I have my down days where I'm like, oh, like I don't even want to get out of bed. Like uni's killing me. Like, or like I have really bad anxiety because I have anxiety. I have really bad anxiety. It's not always like positivity, but even if I'm having a shit day and all like I wake up and it's a Monday and I'm like, oh, 
Like, I don't even want to go to uni. I can't even be bothered. I didn't do this. I haven't done that from the day before. I'm like, okay, cool. Literally, I'll open my Bible or I'll just watch a motivational video. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I'll open Twitter and I'll tweet something positive because I know someone else is going to see that. And I'm going to be that motivating factor that someone else needed, just like I needed. Fair enough, yeah. So I'll look at the tweet and I'll be like, you know what? That's exactly what I would need to hear. Because uh-huh. I put myself in other people's shoes because a lot of people feel like that on a Monday morning. They don't want to go back to work. Yeah. Or this or that. So I, even if I feel like that, I just won't put in a shit mood, feel like this, had an anxiety yeah. attack. So you kind and of flip then, it. Yeah, I flip it because I'm always kind of a positive person. Even when I take it like I, I, um, I was coming back from a meeting and I left like 60 pounds worth of MAC makeup in a bag. because I just got off the tube and I completely forgot. And I couldn't even, I was just like, you know what, like someone else is going to use that and they probably need it more than me. It's okay. That's just how I, I can't think, like, I just can't do it. I'll be annoyed for a second and then I'm like, there's no point. There's actually no point. It would just ruin my day. Like, I just, I can't. I'm like, cool, I need to be in the right mindset to do everything that I need to do. You just have to cultivate that mindset and remove the negativity because you can't work or you can't, you can't progress with it. So I'm like, okay, cool. I can be in a bad mood, but we're going to light some candles, some incense, play some music. I'm going to get in the mood so I can be positive again because I can't. Yeah. So you try not to stay in. Yeah. So that's why, it's, that's a reflection of that. I could definitely be negative on all my platforms, but there's no point. Why spread that? So we can all sit in misery. <laughs> no point. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go back to your 365 day challenge. Um so you've been doing some amazing work. You've done graphic tees. You've done like app um, yeah. layouts That's and been stuff. Fun. That's been fun. Um, you also did. You did something for House of CV, mm. and you also tweeted about doing something for Zara. Before I, we talk I'm about, ready to do that. <laughs> <laughs> before we talk about the House of CV stuff, because that was pretty amazing. Let's talk about Zara. Um, I noticed that as soon as you tweeted that, a whole bunch of other people. How many people that. told me this? So. <laughs> It's not necessarily to do with how you feel about the people that have tried to basically because maybe they had that idea beforehand. They just never, mm. they just never tweeted about it. Yeah. But how do you feel about being in situations where you've declared that you're going to do something, um, and then you find that someone has done it or is trying to do it? Does that discourage you, or does that just kind of push? It you doesn't to- discourage me. That's why I haven't done it yet. The reason why I haven't done it yet is because when I do it, it's gonna be fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> And the thing is, even before I did it, so I did the Zara Zara packaging and there's this guy in the US who knows like some of the Zara merchandisers or something. Yeah. And he like added them and he's like been talking to them and then we've been DMing or something. So he's trying to like get me a job or something. And I'm like, I love you. (laughs) But there's so many people. And the thing is, that isn't going to happen to them. And that's just because of who I am and what I put out and just the energy that I have or the way I speak to people. And... I know that my blessings are meant for me and their blessings are meant for them. If you try and kind of copy or you jump on a bandwagon, the same blessings are going to come to you. And I can understand, especially after the House of CB thing, a lot of people might have saw that and thought, no, like, this is sick. I can't believe that's happened. Like, yeah. I want something similar to happen to me because it isn't like, I, I still can't believe it. But I, I get it. I completely understand it because you, you would see that and think, okay, shit, like, I need to get on my game. Because yeah. There's nothing that sets me apart from what she's doing and what I'm doing. I just need to jump on it. Yeah, definitely. But um, I kind of, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't rate the fact that they thought that to do the same brand would be smart because people are obviously going to see it and people are obviously going to see, okay, cool. They're just copying. And even if, even if I haven't said it, other people are going to say it and other people have said it 
before I, I've even said anything yeah, about so it. Yeah, so their opinion of the work will no longer be held exactly. to the same standard. Exactly, because it's just like, okay, we're just copying. Yeah. Whereas so if someone of... came out with a different kind of way of doing a challenge or a different design for a different brand, then everyone would jump on it because everybody, like, I feel like people do want to support and they do support excellence or good things. But when you kind of do it through that way, people are a bit like, well... Yeah. Yeah. So Okay. So let's talk about House of CV. It's crazy. <laughs> so crazy. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I just want to know, like, so we all like, well, I don't know if everyone shops there, but I, I remember, I think for my 18th birthday, um, my dad took me to buy two dresses from there, but it's not about me. What, do you no, know what I mean? that's good. What? <laughs> two dresses? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a birthday present though. Okay, but, okay. <laughs> so we got two dresses from there and like when you walk in there, everything is just pretty amazing. Mm. Everything, is, you know, like the clothes, the, the staff. Everything. Everything. So what kind of made you think, okay, this is what, I'm going to do House of Sea because you could have picked any, any brand oh yeah. Polly you know Femlux Finery so many different brands that you could have done and said okay you deserve a, an app what made you go for House of CB? I feel like I'm very accidentally strategic but on like strategic on purpose so I knew that House of CB didn't have an app and I've known that every like since I've been shopping with them I knew they didn't have an app and it was just so frustrating because I love apps. I prefer them to shop on them. So, um, especially with doing the challenge, I was like, why not? And it kind of, this is so weird. I feel like, and I always put God into everything that I do because I feel like I've been, sh- a lot of things that just are good ideas that just struck into my head. Yeah. Even the design challenge, it was New Year's Day. Um, it was like, I don't know, one, going to one o'clock and I always do New Year's with my family. And it's New Year's and it just kind of struck me and I was like, why don't I do like designs every single day? And I literally got, this is like New Year's Day. I got up and I was like, yeah. And I went straight to my laptop. 1 a.m. while people are still partying. That's how I knew, like, that's how I know I'm mad. But <laughs> like God just puts ideas in my head. So how's the CB? I remember I'm sitting there, um, I think having dinner or something with my mum. And I'm like, I look at her and I'm like, and I always do this. I'm like, I have an idea. <laughs> and I just run upstairs. <laughs> so I run upstairs and I was like, Okay, it's kind of late and I'm kind of tired, but let me start some now. So I've started the design the night before and then I've gone to bed. And when something is in my mind, I will wake up. So it was like, I went to bed at maybe 12, 4.30, I'm up. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. So I'm working on it from 4.30 a.m. Just that little clip that I put on Twitter, 4.30 a.m. to about, until I put it out at like two. So I'm not, my mum had to bring me like food. I was just working at my laptop like I just think I was like I have to put this out this is gonna come out this is gonna come out because when I have something I feel like God puts it in my head and I have to do it at that moment so I, I just thought this would be a good idea I know Connor's sometimes on Twitter so the owner of her CV she's sometimes on Twitter so she might see it but she might not um, and I never ask anyone to, I've never asked anyone to promote any of the things that I put out or anything um, so I didn't expect people to kind of like tag her and at the brand and this and that, but people were adding the brand on Instagram and Twitter and this and that, adding corner, saying you need to see this, da, 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 sending it directly to her, all of these different things. Um, some of her closest friends were liking it and seeing it and stuff. Um, that's when I kind of knew, I was like, okay, cool, she's going to see this. So I was kind of waiting for her to like jump on social media or like wait, because I think she was in LA. Um, and then she kind of, she was like, this is amazing. And they, they preed me for like, cause I could tell they went on my Instagram 
and they would like something and then it'd be like five minutes and then they like something else and it'd be like five minutes <laughs> and then they look through and it'd be like five minutes and I was like okay cool so they're looking through my Instagram and then she tweeted me afterwards and was just like what's your email and that's when I knew I was like okay cool but I don't know I honestly don't know what spurred it I genuinely just think sometimes God just puts things in my head and it's just like this is going to be a good idea and I don't know why it was House of CB or what was it was, but I was just like, yeah, this is gonna, like this is cool. Like it'd be great if they had that. I just think genuinely, oh no, that'd be cool. I didn't think, oh my god, yeah, this would be cool, and they're gonna get me to design that app. I just thought, yeah, this would be cool, and that was it. That's how I genuinely put things to God because I'm like, God put that idea in my head and gave me that energy to just sit there and do it. Because how many hours? Like four a.m. to what two thirty p.m. I don't even know how many hours that is, but I was just sat there. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get it done. Okay. So I don't know. Like, I'm When I, there's a design in my head, I'm a lunatic. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's just crazy. But um, yeah, it's a massive opportunity. I, I can't believe it. And out of it, off the back of it, I like this week I had a, a, like a phone call with someone. I oh, I love her. And like, um, I don't know if you know her, Sharmadine Reed. Yeah. Yeah. So this week we had a phone call and it was just amazing. It was just something to do with um, her brand and designing an app for that as well. And I was just like, this is insane. Just off the back of that, the opportunities that have come through and kind of the people who know my name or recognize who I am, even Connor knowing who I am and Connor wanting to meet me was insane. I was like, that's crazy. So, so crazy. Um, so it's a lot, it's, it's overwhelming. It's, 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 it's crazy. And it's kind of like, I feel like it's a snippet of what's to come. Yeah. Definitely, because, I don't know, it's just crazy. I just, like, it's just, that's all I can say, it's just crazy, because I don't know. It's, it's God, I actually don't know, it's God. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I still, like, gets me, I remember when she, like, responded, and when she wanted me to email her, I was speechless. Like, I couldn't speak. I was just like, this is amazing. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, I don't know. Some things have striped me and it's good. <laughs> Besides, you've obviously um, said that you've got like a really, you've got really strong faith. I think you kind of pray about everything mm. and you kind of act upon the ideas that God has given you. Um, but besides like your faith, what would you say are the things that have kind of helped you get to where you are now? So like, let's say from seven-year-old moving to, to mm. now, what five things have you done or have you found beneficial um, in creating your design career? Oh, my parents, hundred percent. Like my my parents are picky on one thing, and that's education. After that, they support me in any single way. Like I'll turn around to my mom and be like, "Yeah, I'm going to do this." She'd be like, "Yeah, cool." Like they're so supportive of everything, or facilitate everything. So, like now me living at home, they make sure that I don't have any other financial burdens on, other than the things I have to pay for that I've signed myself up for. So like Photoshop and things like that. Um, and just me doing my nails and my hair and stuff like that. Like they make sure that I don't have any other financial burdens. Um, apart from now I have to pay car insurance. <laughs> now I have to pay car insurance, that burns. <laughs> um, and pay for petrol, which burns. But apart from that, like I've never had massive financial responsibilities. Um, and they've made sure of that so I could do the best and be the best that I could be. Um, and just their support and their love of what I do. And they just watch me be creative and they're like, yeah, like this is her. And they just leave me to it. And I'm, I just love them for 
not kind of shutting it out. Even though at first they were kind of like, but I just feel like it's that kind of migrant mentality or the kind of Africans coming over and wanting their kids to do really well kind of mindset that a lot of them have. Um, So I don't blame them for it at all. I don't blame them. Um, So definitely my parents is one. Two, I'm just so like determined. I don't know what it is. So I didn't like, I don't know what's influenced that, but like, I watch a lot of motivational videos and a lot of just like people's success stories. So it often motivates me. And I think that motivation, that inner drive to just do well and be successful, watching other people. And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. Because I know anything I want in life is achievable. That's a, like a fact. It's a full-blown fact. If you wanted to do something, you can do it in this lifetime. You could do it in, uh, like, it could take you 10 years, it could take you 20 years, or it could take you two years. Cardi B is literally an example of that. Um, so I definitely think just surrounding myself with, like, motivating kind of, just that energy. I think the energy that you're around is very important, and that's why I'm glad my parents are like that, because their energy, like, cultivates that kind of greatness, I guess. Um Five. I don't know if I could think of five. Okay, so let's mm. do three then. Mm. Just My give us parents. one more. So you've got your parents, um, like having really positive, motivating yeah. energy around you. Ooh. And what would be the last thing? If there was one thing you were to tell a young designer right now, mm. what would you tell them to make sure that they do? Or be consistent. Hundred percent consistency. Like if. <laughs> I people underestimate how vital being consistent is because people need to know who you are and see you can't be shy you can't be shy about your talents and what you do because if I sat in my room and I never showcased what I do no one would know about me I wouldn't have any of the opportunities I wouldn't be able to earn money from a seat in my bedroom that is unfair like I remember when I was at waitress and I used to just cry like in the chiller <laughs> I'm like I don't want to be so like I used to cry all the time literally my managers I used to break down all the time I'm like I can't do this <laughs> and just kind of that that change to being able to financially liberate myself is just down to me being consistent even if it's consistently tweeting and making sure my brand is solid enough so someone trusts me enough to design their logo it's like it, it's it's all about consistency make sure you're consistently putting out your best work you're consistently catering to clients which is very hard actually um, but just remaining consistent in what you do and not giving up and just knowing that there is a massive, like there's a bigger picture at the end of the day. You could have one design that I don't know, Nike see and they're like, yeah, we want to hire you. Like getting hired off the back of, no, I have no website up right now, getting hired off the back of my Instagram where there are people with portfolios and they've been doing it for like five years. That's insane. And that's what I've realized, being consistent and just having that Instagram. I used to be scared. I was like, I don't want to put work out that I don't like. And da, 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 da. And this year I was like, I'm being consistent. I don't give a shit about what happens or what I put out or any of that. Being consistent and trusting myself and knowing that even if what I put out I don't like, I can go back and archive that later on when the challenge is done. Yeah. And have my best work out. And my most memorable work from the whole year. But at least I've done something consistent for the whole year because maybe by August my work might have a certain style but also being consistent shows you what people like and what people don't like. So I know that people love the apps. They love it when I do apps. That People love screensavers as well. I know exactly what people like and don't like. And then I can monitor that and go, okay, more of what people like 
and then you can get recognized for what people like and then people are more likely to share it and then you can get more jobs and more money and, da, 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 and your business grows and you grow so it's all about being strategic that's why that's the way i think about things so i just think consistency is just it's the number one formula even if you're bad at what you do being consistent in it because you might get recognized and be like a social media clown and it might make you money but <laughs> like Card- like cardi b is the biggest like inspiration for me right now of just turning your life around yeah because definitely. she was actually just an ig personality of like ow how never gets gold and it's like she was just consistent with the ig videos and bam yeah then it was what love she was a stripper the ig videos everyone loved it how never gets gold that was like one of the biggest and uh, most yeah. popular ones and then you started to recognize her love and hip-hop picked her up She's like, okay, cool, I want to try rapping. And Grammy. Yeah. Just got a Grammy. That, that's insane. Consistency. If she wasn't consistent with those videos, where would she be? That's true. It's not to say that she wouldn't have got to where she is now. It mm. just might have taken her longer yeah. time to get there. 100%. But where she is right now, that consistency with all those, haha, like, let's be funny videos or her, just her joking and sharing her personality. That's her brand at the end of the day. And she can still do those videos and not get blackboard for it. Yeah. Whereas if Beyonce came out and tried to do one of those videos today it's and sharing like, her personality, I'd be like, what the f- <laughs> okay, sis. <laughs> yeah. Like, you might be trying to rebrand, but you're meant to be regal. You're Beyonce. Like, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so you kind of have this sort of... Mm-hmm. But she's consistent with her brand, so... Definitely. So you're free are... Um, family or just kind of having people that support you Um, being surrounded by like motivating positive energy and then staying consistent Mm. so that's what you definitely recommend 100% 100% I'm trying to think of maybe another one the only other thing I would say is like school so from me being young to now school the amount of I wouldn't say doubt but the amount of negativity because I feel like Looking back, my school was racist. Like, 100% of my school was racist. I didn't clock it until now. Like, looking back. But having people doubt me or send me out for being smiley. Like, I remember our history teacher used to send me out for, like... I'd walk in and I'd be like... And he'd be like, you're too excitable, so you need to stand outside. <laughs> and I'd miss off the list. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> so, stuff like that used to happen to me. And I was like, you know what? Or I remember one time, I can't... When I start laughing... You can't stop done like yeah. it's done and i remember me and my best friend we went to pe um and our pe teacher didn't like us anyway she was horrible and um <laughs> me and my best friend at the time we were just joking and we couldn't help but laugh and there's this one girl i'm still like she's still in my friendship group now sophia <laughs> um she was just making us laugh and we were just cackling like we couldn't stop and i was like miss please please let me go to the corridor compose myself and come back She's like, no. And I was like, miss, I'm not going to stop. Like, I'm not joking. I'm not going to stop laughing. Because I was still much, like, I'm, I'm always been quite mature. So I knew, like, I know myself. And I'm like, miss, I'm not going to stop laughing. Like, just let me catch my breath. I need to be away from my best friend right now because we're just going to continue laughing. So let me catch my breath and come back. And she just wouldn't let me. So I was like, you know, like, and then she tried to, like, call my dad to come pick me up and all this stuff. And I was like, first of all, don't call my dad. Because my, my dad is way stricter than my mum. So don't try me. <laughs> don't try to get me in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble for laughing. Yeah, I was like, don't get me in trouble for laughing. Because I, I'm, I'm at, I started moving mad. I was like, hey, call the police. Call my dad. Call my mum. I don't care. And all those teachers doubting me and kind of having that outlook on me. 
100 it just it feels so sweet because i can't wait to go back to the school and do a speech and tell you you know didn't help me for <laughs> shit <laughs> so when they, they love to put people's names on the wall i'm like cool this school will try and like they just i don't know they just try and break your energy or they just try and put you down but just having that kind of determination of okay cool you're gonna try and put me down fantastic still gonna use a nice moment yeah and just having that better. negative energy was like okay calm i don't care and move on and move on with it i just that's how i used to be so i think definitely you kind of need negativity because it, it does push some people it pushes them some people it doesn't but it definitely pushed me i was like cool i'm gonna show you law yeah so i guess it's kind of like knowing yourself yeah and knowing what you can and cannot put up with and then yeah. kind of using that to to spare you yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. so you just have to yeah know what spurs you and what motivates you and I feel like people doubting me motivates me and be like, oh, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm going to show you. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely add that. I'm trying to think, now I've nearly got five. I need, need one more. Ooh. I think I'm a people person. So people really, like I like to work in isolation, but just people, because I feel like anything that I do or anywhere I get in my life is not just down to me. It's down to other people as well. It's a community thing. Because even people recommending me or just people sharing my work, yeah. that's not me. That's them as well. And that's people connecting with it. So yeah. it's kind of like... Being think, personable, maybe? Yeah. And, and just, just kind of... Yeah, just kind of being someone that people... You yeah. have to be. And I feel like people who don't have that ability... And I definitely get it from my mum because she's so like... That woman could stop you. Any any person. Like walk past any person in the street and she could have a conversation. And I don't understand but now i'm seeing like, okay, okay maybe that's me <laughs> like i'm picking up from her but um yeah being personable and being likable is key like even i keep on talking about cardi being Nicki Minaj, but it's so fresh but people are talking about how like cardi is way more likable whereas in comparison nikki isn't and that's why even though nikki is probably a better rapper or um should be way more successful she hasn't got a grammy yet and I think that's just a perfect example of how being likable can take you so much further. And it's not about, I don't know, being a people pleaser or anything like that. Definitely, like, you have to stick with your morals and stick with who you are. But um, I think being likable is something that is so valuable and being able to speak to people and relate to people. And I feel like, especially because I, I, um, I was born in... Um, King's College Hospital, actually. But let me say I was born in Fortin Heath. And then, because that's where I lived until I was eight. And then I moved to Sutton. So it was kind of like a really multicultural, like predominantly black area and then to a white area. And then having to communicate with loads of different people. I'm, I know how to like code switch or talk to different people. And I can relate to a lot of different people. So you put me in a, a certain environment, I'm able to talk to everyone. And kind of circulate a room. And that's kind of a blessing of be interacting with loads of different people across my life. Um, so I definitely feel like that's a skill that a lot of people need to possess to be to be kind of to make a brand for yourself, make a name for yourself. You need to be able to be personable, and it's it, it's vital. Every person who like Oprah Winfrey, all those different people, they can connect with so many different people, and it's just vital. It's a vital skill to have. Okay, so Mavinti's top five tips are to have a great support system, mm -hmm. surround yourself with positive, motivating energy, hundred percent, um, consistency, yeah being personable mm. and dedication Turn, yeah I yeah like was, turning your oh negative energy was yeah. that so using turning your l's into w's basically okay it's kind of having a positive outlook i guess yeah so basically having a positive perspective yeah. that is um so 
it was amazing sitting down and speaking to you about your career um where you've come and it's actually so amazing that you've managed to achieve so much so young Thank um you. <laughs> <laughs> we def- i definitely think that you will like achieve more especially if you keep out with the 365 yeah, 365 days of design mm. that's amazing um if someone wanted to follow you where can they find you so be m-a-b-i-n then the number two on instagram um i think it's m-a-b-i-n two with an underscore um on instagram and twitter as well actually um so yeah if you as soon as you type in m-a-b-i-n two that's me okay <laughs> so thank you for sitting down and speaking thank with you me. For having me um <laughs> if we've if you're free in the future, we'd definitely love to have you back. 100%. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening and we will be back next week with another episode. <laughs> Bye. See ya. <laughs> loved it. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, I love doing these things. That's the thing. That was so fun. I love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> and just like that, we've come to the end of this week's episode. If you can't wait until next week, don't worry, it's fine. Just head on over to our website, thepinkbook.co.uk, for more industry-related information. For work experience opportunities and daily tips, follow thepinkbookuk underscore on Twitter and Instagram. I'll see you next week. Bye!